0: Never plan the motor west Travel my way Take the highway That's the best or Get your kicks On Route 66 It winds from Chicago To L.A. Welcome to A Fork on the Road. I am travel guru, Mark DeCarlin, to my left, the lovely and talented Yeni Alvarez, the traveling diva.
1: And today we're going to bring you a show all about road trips.
0: That's right. It's summer. No better time to load everybody into a car or maybe even an RV and hit the road here in America. Gas is at a historic low. Not historic, but it's pretty damn yeah, low.
1: yeah. It's better than a few years back,
0: and it's time to hit the road. So, we have all kinds of fantastic travel apps and gadgets. We're going to talk to Janelle Wood from GotRV.com. Also, joining us is Josh Udeshkin from Raiden Luggage, he's the CEO. He's invented this new kind of luggage that it's it's like Luggage 2.0. It can charge your phone, tells you how much it weighs. It's a great piece of luggage.
1: We are going to bring you all these fantastic new apps. Personally, um, I'm always travel apps
0: or just apps? No, they're travel apps, definitely.
1: No, 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 travel apps that you put on your phone so that they help you do things when you're on the road.
0: Perfect. All right, sounds good to me. It's our road trip episode here on a fork on the road, brought to you as as always by the good folks at Hotel Tonight. If you're looking for a great hotel, literally tonight, you can get hotel rooms for up to 50% off. Get the Hotel Tonight app, use the code MDeCarlo5 for $25 off. Your first night of uh, lodging.
1: Yeah, and it can really save you.
0: So this episode is all about road trips. Anybody can travel and go to fantastic uh, resorts and lodges. This is about summertime. It's about filling up the car with gas and snacks and people and just going somewhere that you've never gone before. Now, I've written an entire book about road trips. However, my lovely wife, Yeni, has never, ever been on a road trip. Well,
1: my road trips are shorter than yours.
0: Well, I think a road trip has to be at least three days long.
1: Well, And I you don't have know. to stop in
0: places that you didn't plan on stopping. That's well, i
1: got to be very entertained. So in order to keep myself entertained, I would be downloading a bunch of stuff.
0: Yeah, but then you miss the whole point of going no, on a road trip.
1: there's apps that help you along the way. For instance. For example, there's this app called TV Food Maps. Now, have you ever wanted to go to a restaurant that Anthony Bourdain had on his show? This app... Um, you can download or you can go online or have it on your phone. It beeps at you when you're near a place that has been on TV.
0: Cool. Does it have... Uh,
1: it has all the information of the place. Does
0: it have restaurants from Taste of America with Marco Carlo?
1: I'm not sure. Why don't we look that up? <laughs> but I know it has Anthony Bourdain. So it in. actually,
0: <laughs> if you install it on your phone, it actually beeps when you're near a place? Yep. Okay. And what's it called?
1: It is called TV Food Maps. And TV Food Maps, you can also sync it with the online community on your computer. Okay. And uh, you can select and have a bunch of lists of places that you want to go to, and it works with your GPS. So make sure that uh, you have uh, you have your 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 phone plugged in because I think the only bad thing about it is that it may drain your battery.
0: Okay. Another good app is called Hipmunk, and it's really good at putting together a comprehensive last minute travel plan. It lists your flights and your hotel deals. It can compare prices if you're looking for airfare on uh, Travelocity travel and Orbitz and Airbnb, and it puts everything in one place. That's a really good app. It's called Hipmunk. Hip I yeah. have it. Okay. I've
1: used it before.
0: Yes. Next.
1: The next uh, app we're going to talk about, it, it's called Bring Fido. Now, this is for dog owners. Mm-hmm. It lists, you can you can go on the app and it shows you uh, a uh, place where you can take your dog. It shows you parks, beaches, restaurants that um, have outdoor seating. Hotels? Hotels. Yeah, for your dog. Oh, that's great. Pet, well, not only for your dog, for you too. You're allowed in hotels as well, but they're <laughs> pet-friendly hotels.
0: Okay, that sounds like a good one. Another good one's called Hopper. It shows you six months of options for the best-priced flights to the destination of your choice. So let's say you want to go to Italy in the next six months. You put that into the app, and it'll show you the rise and fall of all the prices. So it helps you get the perfect booking, the lowest price for exactly where you want to go. It also will send you out alerts and timings, and it's a, a very good app for saving money when you're booking air travel, which isn't really part of this show, but you may want a road trip and then drive. That's called Hopper
1: that's a good app to keep in your back pocket. Yes. Another one to keep in your back pocket is called Field Trip. It's uh, kind of like a guide to cool, hidden, and unique things in the world around you. And you have it on your iPhone. And it's made by the same people that made Pokemon Go. So you can actually find, you can download both of them. You know what? People make fun of
0: zombies. That's what these people are. No but They're at like least it's getting zombies. people
1: out in the world, and, you know, it gets people that are always on their phone actually walking out in the world looking for but these things. But not talking
0: to anyone or interacting with anyone. Maybe we, they
1: interact with one another when they find a Pokemon. No, they anyway, don't. Anyway, we're not talking we, about we Pokemon do. Go.
0: We no, were no. in a bar last we're night, and some girl comes in who was looking on, looking at – she was playing Pokemon Go on her phone. She walked in. She stood at the bar. She literally stared at her phone for 20 minutes like a zombie. Did she have a drink? No. She stood at the bar and – I tried to talk to her and she couldn't even pull her face away from the phone. And then I just walked away. I I think it's... I know it's huge. (sighs) Okay, we're not talking about Pokemon Go. I just think it's a huge waste of time. It is
1: not a waste of time. It gets people out there and being part of something other than just sitting inside your room. They're they're going to be in the computer anyway. They might as well be out in the world in the computer. Anyway, this is not Pokemon Go. This is called Field Trip. And what it does is it uses pretty much the same technology as Pokemon Go. And um, when you're out in the world, it'll buzz you when you're near um, uh, fun, historic places. Okay. So not only food and restaurant but it gives you a unique view and kind of like um if you're near a museum or maybe a haunted place it'll tell you oh buzz buzz guess what in this place this happened and it gives you the whole history it may give you photos so i think that's really interesting
0: all right sounds pretty interesting and last but not least tons of music festivals all over america during the summer there's a great app called jam Bass, and mm-hmm. what you can do is you can enter in all the bands that you like Every band from Buddy Guy to Billy Joel, Tedeschi Trucks Band, Elvis Costello, whoever you may like. Enter all the band names and then as you travel from town to town or city to city, you put in the zip code that you're currently in and it'll show you all the shows in that city that night. It will also send you alerts of when bands that you have selected are going to be anywhere near you. So the app keeps track of where you are and let's say you're driving and you're in Indianapolis and it turns out Paul McCartney's playing in Indianapolis that night. You didn't even know it. Jam Bass will tell you and uh, then you can get tickets and you can actually go see concerts on the road. That's always a fun thing to do. Wow. So those are our best travel apps for the summer road trip season.
1: Mark DiCarlo TV on Instagram, and Mark DiCarlo on Twitter. And we will list all this stuff for you on his Huffington Post article.
0: Yeah, check me out on HuffPo and uh, on the social Huffapow. media. Huffapoe. Huffapoe. Our first guest tonight is the CEO of a new luggage company. It's 100 days old, and they're setting the luggage world on fire because not only is this light and portable, not only does it fit in the overhead compartment in the airplane perfectly, but you can also charge your phone with your luggage the luggage weighs itself and best of all it also has a gps tracker in it so if the airline loses your luggage or if you leave your luggage you
1: know exactly where it's at
0: exactly and it'll ping you and tell you where it is you can go back and get it it's a great new product and we have the ceo of this brand new company on the show let's welcome josh
1: she said she needed to see me
0: bad. She went Jones her real heart for the love she knew I had. Josh, welcome to a fork on the road. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. So I used your new piece of Raiden luggage the other day on a trip to uh, from Los Angeles to Chicago, and I got to be honest with you, um, I didn't think I would need all the different kind of tech that's built into this luggage, and it all turned out to come in really, really handy. Why don't you describe to people some of the elements of your luggage?
2: Well, first of all, that's a great compliment and thank you very much. I know you travel quite a bit. I do. Um, so that's a, that's exactly what we want to hear from a guy like you. <laughs> um, so that's great news. And I think, uh, you know, uh, to describe the product, Raiden uh, launched about 100 days ago. Uh, it is uh, electronically animated luggage, but first and foremost, it's That a sounds like bag. it's so,
0: Frankenstein luggage, though. It's not it's, it's not, scary. it's not
2: actually. So it's beauty and <sighs> brains. that's what we say. It, it's it's beautiful and it's very smart so first on the beauty and the quality uh to to your point it's incredibly light it's very well designed uh an industrial designer that designed it worked on uh, beats it's it's gorgeous but it's one of these things you gotta google it or or go on our website to see it um and you know it's it's manufactured uh in a top tier uh top tier factory the exciting part or the novelty other than you know the beauty is really the brains and and so Raiden comes equipped with a modular battery and it connects to an app that right now is available for Apple phones on the iOS on the Apple store. Which but I downloaded and used. Excellent. And will be available on Android for uh Android folks uh in October. And so uh you get the bag, you pull it out of its laundry bag and then you pair it to your phone and then uh you're able to charge your electronics uh in the, the back of the case. There are ports. You're able to weigh your case using um, the scale. So you, you pair the bag to the app and then you pull the handle and it gives you the weight uh, of the case, which is particularly handy for those of us who check our bags. Mm-hmm. And then um, you can also uh, track where your bag is using uh, our Bluetooth function, which is particularly helpful uh when your bags are coming around the carousel or if you've got to go to the bathroom uh you know while you're waiting with your carry-on bag (laughs) particularly particularly helpful you know instead of having to say to somebody uh hey can you watch my carry-on bag you kind of know where it is right uh and then the other the other great piece uh around the app is that if you ever have a problem with the product or you just want to chat with us you can chat live to our customer experience team uh directly through the app which i think is really special for kind of any product
0: i gotta be honest with you the 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 when I first heard about the bag, the thing that appealed to me most is that it was light, and it had the four wheels, and it, it, it's light yep. and sturdy. And I really thought all the technology was kind of a neat novelty, but that I would never use it, right? So I'm leaving from Los Angeles. My flight gets canceled. I had to go from the American terminal to the United terminal. I was able to yep. plug my phone into my bag and boogie from Terminal 4 to Terminal 7, charging my phone while I was going
2: that's exactly it. We, we really believe that people who travel are never stationary. You don't, want to, you don't want to be hugging those poles or looking for the outlets, whether it's on the plane or, or in the airports. The idea of really being in an airport is you're probably moving from point A to point B. Moving from point A to point B means you need charge on the go. So, you know, in, in the first instance, the, the battery is just so useful for people who are constantly moving, whether it's for business or pleasure. So that's exactly the experience that You've had, and, and thousands of people who bought the bag so far uh, have had.
0: How many charges can you get off of a fully charged piece of luggage?
2: So you can get about five charges off a fully charged piece of luggage. And, and as you said, uh, you can either charge the bag uh, externally through the back, or you can actually take the battery out and just charge it on your desk. We've actually been getting people sending us images of them using their bags as nightstands in hotels, because another annoying thing when you're traveling is that you can never find a plug to plug anything in. Oh my God, so if that's you're going on- the worst. So if you're going on a trip just for a couple of days and, you know, five charges is quite a bit, uh, you know, for an iPhone, people have been rolling up their carry-on bags right next to their bed and using them as nightstands. So it's it's actually quite funny.
0: I also thought the uh, the scale was a great thing because I, I I travel and I have my books and I sell my books and I can only pack X amount of books. So now I can get the… The bag to about forty eight pounds, which is just under the fifty that they start nipping you for, so it was that was really handy and then of course, they uh, lost my luggage. I was able to track it with the app i 'm sorry that,
2: first of all that you had all, all these issues because it sounds like you had a kind of difficult difficult travel experience, but you know to the point of, of the scale, one of the things when I first started developing the the, the product and the brand two years ago. I used to watch people trying to move their belongings between their bags to try to balance out the weight. And I thought, you know, why is this, this is such an embarrassing and stressful experience when you're already stressed at the airport. Why is no one figuring out how to integrate a scale into the bag because nobody carries around these external scales that you spend 30, $40 on. People are spending a ton of money in overweight bags or they're trying to avoid overweight bags by like maneuvering their belongings between all of their bags. They can know long before they leave to the airport uh, how much their, their bags weigh.
0: Yeah, so it was a Gordie Howe hat trick. I used all three of those there features in one horrific uh, uh, excursion.
2: So all the industrial design, all the hardware design, an entire mobile team, all based uh, here in New York City. Uh,
0: you, this, The one I have is one that you don't have to check. It's the um, one that goes in the overhead. Fits in perfectly. I had no problems with it, and it's surprisingly roomy on the inside, even with the battery in there.
2: Yeah, I think it's one of these things. And, and uh, uh, for us, it's the the bag is so sleek that people say, oh, it looks, you know, a little bit small. But actually, from a volume perspective, it's exactly what the TSA allows you to check in the overhead. And I'm one of those people who, when they travel, likes to kind of play by the rules. I always think the airport is a bad place to start breaking the rules. Yeah. Maybe I, you know, break the rules in my personal life or my business career or whatever else. But uh, I don't want to really get in trouble with airlines or TSA. And so, we designed a product that you legitimately should have no problem uh, putting in the overhead bin uh, or taking on any airline in the world, but also provides great space to pack.
0: It feels like it's pretty solid. What is there a warranty with it? How long? Yeah, so,
2: so there's a warranty. So actually, the, there's a five-year warranty on the case, so anything that happens to the case. And mm-hmm. then as far as the electronics go, there's a one-year warranty on you know, the battery part of the case, but, you know, uh, will last longer and and we, uh, in a week we'll start selling replacement batteries uh, on our uh, website because we've had so much demand for people who just want um, a battery that can charge their anything five times that they wanna carry them around in their handbag or their briefcase uh, when they're traveling as well. Hmm. We have a a module on our website which I encourage people to look at, which actually shows people jumping on the cases and every single um, test that the bags went through in our testing facilities in order to show how durable they are. So, you know, a great piece of luggage should go through 9 million uh, rigors of travel that mimic all the things that are going to happen to your, your bag while it's uh, in transit.
0: Yeah, and people normally don't think, uh, you know, luggage is not a particularly romantic or exciting purchase until,
2: tell me, uh, me about it until you screw it up.
0: You know, there's nothing worse than a wheel breaking or bags ripping or zippers tearing when you're traveling and you don't want to be buying a new bag every year.
2: You don't want to be buying a new bag every year. You're in a, I believe, a pretty vulnerable position when you're away from home. And so for me, it's actually one of these scenarios where you actually do want to invest a little bit more. Uh, you know, I'm not a big proponent of the $1,000 suitcase, but you know, we really feel like we're delivering great value. Um, and I feel like if you invest a little bit more and you buy something that's great quality with great utility, whether it's just in the case itself or, you know, uh, in our case, having the additional feature set of the electronics and the, the connection to, to our brand, uh, I really think, you know, it really can add to your experience. Uh, we really are very competitive with other cases on the market that don't have any uh, battery powered or customer experience or, you know, weight awareness or anything else. So I encourage everybody who's going to look at a bag, it's an investment item Take a look at, at what's around. Don't just you know buy the cheapest first thing uh, that you see.
0: How much are the carry ons and how much are the uh, stowables?
2: The carry on is two hundred ninety five dollars, including shipping direct to your door. Stowables are three hundred ninety five dollars direct to your door. Uh, but the thing that's really you know been working for us, again, first hundred days, is we sell the set together. So if you buy the set together, you save about a hundred bucks. So it's five ninety five for both sizes, and actually one tucks directly into the other. So it's pretty great for people who live in Big cities who don't have a ton of space so you kind of get all your luggage kind of matrioshka doll set right into your closet
0: and do you have i have the basic black do you have a pretty colors for people that want
2: Raiden actually is all about expression through color so one of the things we one of our inspirations is obviously apple and we saw that you know apple really managed to take computers and things that you never saw in fashion colors and and turn it is you know really big part of their brand id and we feel the same way about luggage so Raiden right now comes in two finishes so matte and glossy And it comes in seven colors. And we'll be releasing additional colors for holiday season in metallics. So gold, silver, and bronze launch November 1st. So we think luggage is a place people can have fun. Look, it should be eye-catching. Even though our app will let you know where your luggage is, you visually want to see where it is. So... We say take a risk, buy a color, and our colors are sold extremely well, almost equal to black, which is pretty surprising.
0: If you're going to uh, Central America, you just wrap the whole thing in plastic for some reason.
2: Exactly. I, I don't know what those reasons are. Days, I don't either, but, but you can always tell feature.
0: where the plane's coming in from. If everything's wrapped in plastic. <laughs> it's everybody, something- yeah. And in Asia,
2: they, they actually use these like almost raincoat jackets, I, I've been noticing lately, to protect... Uh, the outer layer, the polycarbonate shell.
0: Yeah, I like having a couple dings but, and scratches. It show, It's like having a lot of stamps in your passport.
2: Exactly. And we're actually launching a feature on our app, so because Raiden knows where you've been, if you decide to opt in, uh, we've designed a full set of country and city stickers. So we'll be able to uh, send you in the mail these really beautiful badges that you can affix on the outside of your bag. So it's kind of like a passport stamp uh, for your luggage, but you know, branded in our we think, very uh, neat graphic design.
0: That's a great idea. I already put my Cub sticker on mine to differentiate oh, awesome. it from the other ones.
2: Awesome. But, uh, awesome.
0: Well, Josh, thanks for joining us on your uh, 100th day anniversary of launching Raiden Luggage. It's, it's, um, I, I don't, uh, we don't really endorse a lot of travel products here on the show because, frankly, most of them are crap. And they don't last, and they're kind of gimmicky. So it was uh, really nice to encounter a product that's well-made and intelligently designed. It was super functional, and if I had not been able to charge my phone on the go, I wouldn't have been able to make my flight because my phone was dying because I had been on the phone with the airline for an hour and a half. So it's really a very practical, clever insight even if you don't travel a lot. But
2: thank you very much, Mark. That That's uh, really quite a big compliment.
0: Josh from Raiden Luggage, and it's R-A-D-E-N.com. Congratulations on your 100 days. I hope it's a huge success for you guys.
2: Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate it.
0: All right. Have a great summer, Josh. Great product. Came in so handy. And I really thought that the whole charging thing was just a gimmick. It was great. Why
1: would it be a gimmick? Well,
0: because, you know, it makes it sound very... Uh... No, but
1: you can charge it, and you don't have to wait in line, or you, you, you'll never you never forget be... your
0: charger. Right. Our final guest today is a woman who's uh, living the lifestyle.
1: The RV lifestyle.
0: Yes. She and her family, they got rid of their house. They're living in an RV and they go from place to place and trailer park to trailer park. And they're seeing RV the RV park to RV
1: park.
0: Is there a difference? I don't know. But- well, we'll find out. Let's welcome Janelle Wood to the show. So you are the uh, the empress of gotrv.com. I'm guessing this is all about RV travel?
3: That is absolutely correct. It's all about finding places and living the lifestyle and raising a family and finding fun things to do and places to see and just Great. enjoying life.
0: Well, I've been on many, many road trips in my life. However, Yeni has never been on a road trip. More
1: than four hours.
0: Ever. Oh and, no. And when I suggest I know, when I suggest this, she rolls her eyes and says it's better to fly. So, I thought it would be interesting for someone who actually knows what they're talking about to ex- kind of explain the RV culture because it's it's almost a subculture. It's definitely a subculture of travel in and of itself, but it's almost like a subcultural world in and of itself. What what are the best 3 things in your opinion about traveling rv style instead of flying to where you're going
3: meeting people meeting the most fantastic people along your journey across the country stopping at the campgrounds and getting to know fellow full-timers and their travels and meeting um other families that are like us that that have you know kids and they're homeschooling them and just the fact of seeing the country, scenery, the beautiful mountains, the deserts, the prairie lands, th- those would be like the main things that we have totally fallen in love with, with this lifestyle.
0: Uh huh. Are there people that, li- you said the, the, the full timers, are there people that live full time in RVs? Absolutely. A lot we of are- them are just a few freaks.
1: But how do they work if they live <laughs> full time in RVs?
0: We, we are
3: we are definitely, no, actually, the, the campground we are in right now um, has a section, and there's about 15 of us currently that that tough it out through the winter, and we work either from home or we commute to our jobs, but we have full-time residencies within the park, and we function just like you guys would do in a normal home, and you get up, you go to work, and the beauty of it is, is you get to come home, and you're in the trees, or... The forest or the desert and and you're with nature mm-hmm. it, but it's, it's completely normal like anything else i mean we have bedtimes and our normal rituals and and all that fun stuff but it's it's just like everyday living we're just we live the vacation
1: <laughs> so, so the, the way i'm i'm hearing it is it's kind of like um you take your your house with you wherever you want to go but if you're living in an rv and you're going to work and then coming back to the trees. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between that and having
0: like a log cabin?
3: The difference is when you don't have, like.
0: Have you never name. been in an RV ever in your life? No. Oh my oh. God. The,
3: well, I'd say one of the major differences is if you don't happen to like your neighbor, you can just up and move. <laughs> <laughs> we, we call it lot hopping. <laughs> oh my God, that's uh, great. But and is there a lot of that?
0: A, a, a lot of... Uh, kind of like personality clashes and uh, is there a code of ethics or a code of conduct of how you deal with it?
3: Um, certain campgrounds allow certain things. Some have, you know, restrictions for children. Some are, of course, 55 and older. Um, and then some are just like everything and anything, which is pretty much where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you tend to get neighbors now and then that don't like children or they don't like noise or they're they're, they're grumpy. <laughs> And then you have others that are just really cool and they're happy and they enjoy the lifestyle as much as, you know, say we do. And, and it becomes a great relationship. But it, it definitely is a, a, a cornucopia of personalities when you're RVing. You never know who and what you're going to end up next to. And, and like I said, some people have fantastic stories and other people they just keep to themselves and, and, and they're quiet.
0: One of my favorite books of all time is John Steinbeck's Travels with Charlie. Uh Right back, he wrote that in the late 50s, right as all the interstates were being built. And he kind of took the Route 66s of the country. And it's all about him and his dog traveling around the country and having these experiences. Although he was sort of camping. What's the difference between, like, camping and RVing?
3: There's a lot of difference between tent camping and that. I mean, it's... I, I always tell my husband that I feel really spoiled because I grew up tent camping and you know the old school you piled the kids in the car and you went on the road trip and you found a campground you put your tent up and you know that was your way and now that we have our RV it's just I'm spoiled I don't want to tent travel
0: (laughs) (laughs) and how often do you move your RV every year I mean are you typically in the same place 50 weeks a year and you go on a two-week vacation are you constantly moving
3: It kind of goes both ways. I mean, it's fun to definitely travel in it and and not know where your next day is going to be and what's over the horizon. But I also like the fact that we have stability of being in one spot right now.
0: I think a lot of people might be intimidated or afraid to take that first RV trip. Um, If someone wanted to just, you know, it's summertime, you got the kids out of school. If you wanted to just throw your family in you know, a rental RV and go someplace a couple of weeks. Can you kind of give us a primer of how that works, a checklist of of the kind of thing, you you know, the kind of vehicle you want to rent and where you want to go and how you want to do it for someone that's never ever RV'd before?
3: I would definitely recommend either getting a class A motorhome or a class C, which has the front end of a truck. Mm -hmm. I definitely wouldn't recommend to people to get a pull behind or a fifth wheel because if you're not comfortable with towing, a vehicle behind you it can get very very intimidating driving down the highways and the interstates and even going cross-country we did almost the entire Route 66 from west coast to here and uh, a few of the, the, the roads were a bit questionable pulling the trailer you know because it was new to us but uh, I definitely do the all-in-one deal you know not 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 pull behind and go for it
0: how big of an RV would you need and what what does it cost per week typically to rent
3: one? For us, we're a family, well, we're a new family of five. My, my eldest has just joined us in the, the full-time lifestyle. Um, we would need probably about a 30-foot uh, Class C for us to comfortably travel in. And those generally run between 23 to $3,500 a week. And then, of course, you have to pay for whatever your campground uh, site fees. So I mean, all in all, if you wanted to do a week's vacation across country and back, um, I'd say you'd probably be into it for a good probably six to
0: $8,000. And that's for one week?
3: That's for one week. But that's gas. That's campgrounds. And the beauty of it is, is every night you have your bed to sleep in. You have your own kitchen to cook in. You know, you have your own bathroom. You know, there, there's... There's those things that make it feel homey by, you know, by doing that. It's so. kind of
0: like cruising. Like some people like to go on cruises. Where yes. they'll go around the Mediterranean. They're in a different city every day, but they're always in their same cabin at night. Exactly.
3: It, it gives you a sense of hominess,
0: for sure. You should see the faces that Yenny is making here.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not doing this ever. <laughs> <you>? <laughs> no, some of the things are really interesting. I love meeting new people and I love hearing everybody's story. Um, but when I travel, I kind of, you know, I, if, if I go to a hotel, I, I want somebody to make the bed for me. I want to go to a restaurant and eat. I don't want to have to cook. That's why I travel, so I don't have to do it myself. Well,
3: I have a little secret that you may or may not end up adding into this whole thing, but um, we do occasionally ditch the trailer and we do get in our truck and we do go stay in a hotel. But yeah,
1: that's normal. <laughs> that can stay in.
0: Aha!
3: I will confess, every once in a while, it is really nice to take more than like a five-minute shower, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. And why <laughs> uh, a five-minute shower? Do you have a reservoir uh, be, of water, well, or you can hook up to something?
3: Well, we, we have full hookups. You, you, you get water, electric, and sewer. It's just most rigs, even the big, fancy, luxurious fifth wheels and, and the big uh, motor coaches, they only have like a, a six to a ten-gallon hot water tank. Oh.
1: And they also have one thing in common: you have to clean out the sewer line yourself, right? Yes,
3: and and that can tend to be interesting. We've had our fair share of um, the movie RV with Robin Williams and the and the sewer ends of the RV trying to dump out the tanks. We we, we have gone through that and experienced it. So so we. <laughs> We consider that the baptismal to owning a, a, a travel trailer. There you go.
0: <laughs> Unless you're covered in your own excrement, you're not really an RVer.
3: Absolutely. I, that is absolutely right because it, it's like a rite of passage. That's right. <laughs> so. Literally. Oh,
1: and, also, <laughs> and yeah, right. also, do you have a list of places that will allow for free parking? That could be a nice... Uh, incentive for somebody to go and park somewhere like i know the um you can't hook certain... up for free anywhere no but I no. Know you can park somewhere for free for example i know that there's organizations around the country that um are very friendly to rv people for example the elks mm-hmm. the elks um
3: cabela's walmart's um a lot of your grocery stores will do it. A lot of your outdoor stores, um, like REIs and places like that, will allow you to what they call dry dock or boondock, which is you get a parking spot and that's it. You you stay on your own reserve. You use your generator, and your batteries, and whatever water you have. Nowadays, because the RV industry has gotten so huge and there's so many people that are choosing to get rid of their homes and go into this lifestyle we have been finding it's a little more difficult at times to find the open spot in the campground to you know park for the night or for a couple of days right, let's so. get
0: back to talking about how other people neophytes who have never done it can go away you said it'll be about six or eight thousand dollars to rent the uh, the um rv do you need a special commercial driver's license or does a regular license work
3: a regular license works in 90% of the states. Mm-hmm. and Our website also has a section, depending on what state you want to go to, that will tell you what kind of licensing or endorsements you need um, in order to rent one. Um, but for the most part, there's a handful of states that, that have restrictions. But for the most part, your regular old driver's license will get you your RV and you can truck down the road.
0: Okay. So, and do you also, on the website, do you have... Um like spots in every state that are cool places to visit RV-wise, is it uh, a resource for travelers who are maybe thinking of plotting out their um, their route?
3: Yes, we we are working on that. Um, as you guys know, it's just my husband and I that are that are plugging away at it with the, with our little ones. So um, things haven't quite been as 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 fast to get up as we would have liked them to be. But um, as we you know, move along with our progress, we will be having points of interest for people who say want to go come to Ohio. We will be able, you will have a section where you can go to and find all of the different things that there is to do in the area. If it's going to see caves or waterfalls or going fishing or boating or whatever, we'll have that, um, on the website and we also have like farmers markets and things like that so people who like us like to to eat organic and healthy and and that stuff that we've um, already have that up and on there we have over uh, 60,000 different um, farmers markets and organic uh, places where you can get food.
0: And I'm guessing you can bring your dogs and cats and pets along with you, right?
3: Absolutely. They're they're there yeah i mean there are again a few um campgrounds that again don't allow pets for for various reasons you know um but yeah i'm pretty much the rv life is
0: is it's freedom mm-hmm. I, I it's, it's do you think that's the main appeal just that you're not tied down you're not you know you're not at a resort you're not at a spa you just can do, go and do whatever you want and not a selling point for me. well but I'm ga- <laughs> You're it's, not it's, at it's a, a I think it's a different <laughs> type of person. You're going to meet a different type of person in an RV park than you will at some five-star Uber resort. Can you rent an RV in California, let's say, and drop it off in Chicago? Or does every trip always have to be a round trip?
3: A lot of times you can rent the RVs and kind of like U-Haul go one way. Mm-hmm. And drop it back off. So there's a lot of options like that. And of course, there are the ones where you've got to make your loop back to your your original, you know, your starting point. But um, like I said, with the popularity of the RV industry nowadays, there are so many options where, you know, even five, ten years ago, there wasn't the availability that we have now as far as renting and the amount of RV parks and the amenities. I mean, you can go boondocking off grid and not seeing another person for a week or a month at a time to being in an a RV resort where you've got water slides and planned activities and spas and that sounds better
1: for me (laughs)
3: seriously we have have put in some fabulous just recently we put a handful of um, campgrounds in new hampshire and they have some beautiful resort ones where you know the boys can go off fishing and the ladies can go do the spa treatment for the day and relax and and just you know, do your own thing, but then at the end of the day, you get to still sit around your campfire and relax and be in nature. And tell so those stories goes.
0: about the guy with the hook for a hand. Exactly. <laughs> well, Janelle, you've been very, very informative. All the information <laughs> you've been discussing is available on your site. Where to rent, where to go, uh, the farmer's markets. I saw that. So it's really, if you're considering uh, taking an RV trip and you've never done it, gotrv.com. That's got-rv.com is a great place to start planning yes. your trip yeah, you'll learn things that you need you know, how to make lists how to go how to make your route
1: and best of all it's free to use
0: great way to get started on your road trip roll on or what, what do you say oh gosh uh... wheels up or taillights to you or <laughs> eat my dust honestly peace
3: out and be happy
0: can't beat that Baby, you, you really do need to go on a road trip. You were rolling your eyes while Janelle was talking.
1: There's a couple of things that she said that I'm just not... Well, it's not, not
0: for me. You don't, How do you know if you've never done it? Uh. There's something great about just having no plan other than I'm going to be gone for 10 days, and you just start driving. It forces you to talk to people and meet new people and See, have, that
1: part, I'm okay
0: with. Okay, well, that's how it happens. You're on the road. You're at a Stucky's, and you meet... Uh, What's a, a Korean war veteran and you have a great conversation with him.
1: What's a Stucky's?
0: It's like a it's like a cocos but a couple rungs down. What's a cocos? Such a diva. We are going to go on a road trip this summer and you are going to enjoy it.
1: And you are going to clean out the poop gauge or whatever that's called. We can go glamping.
0: Yes, we could do that. We can do all kinds of things, and we do each and every week right here on our show. Thanks for joining us. That's our show for this week. If you have any questions, you can uh, tweet at me at, at @markdecarlo or follow my Instagram. That's where the more fun stuff yeah. is happening. It's uh, at Mark TV at Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. At Mark De Carlo, and um, we're going to be giving away some trips later on the summer. We're also going to be at the Philadelphia Barbecue event the last weekend in July. We'll be giving away a couple trips to Cancun there.
1: That's always fun.
0: That is no road tripping. And we'll be uh, we're going to be at the uh, a couple of big food festivals later on in the fall. A lot of cool stuff. So keep checking in with us as we come out and meet you. And in the meantime, that's about it for us this week. So until we see you next time, I'm Mark DiCarlo.
1: And I'm Yenny Alvarez. And
0: we'll see you... At a
1: fork on the road. Oh, I just thought of a trip. Burning What's Man. They allow RVs.
0: Baby, you would so not like Burning Man. Of
1: course I you would. You wouldn't it's shower... It's tons of lights.
0: You wouldn't shower for four days. What? There's no water. What? There's no...
1: What? No water? We're not. It's the desert.
0: We're not doing to Burning Man. See you next time. Oh,